Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of inspiration, hope, love, encouragement, using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome, everyone, and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are blessed and in the best of health and most importantly, in the best of spirits. Today, I bring you another testimony of encouragement, as well as the last episode for season two. (laughs) Yes. And of course, this is episode number 041. On August 20th, the Words of Encouragement podcast celebrated its two-year anniversary. And of course, August 20th is one of the most significant days in my life. You see, two years ago, on August 20th, 2017, the Words of Encouragement podcast was born on the beautiful island of St. Martin in the heart of the Caribbean. I remember recording my very first pre-episode entitled Letting Go. In this episode, I shared what God had taught me about letting go of certain things and of course of certain people. I remember sitting at my computer desk on that Sunday evening. I had written out my script based on what I felt that the Holy Spirit was leading me to say. I didn't even have a mic stand at the time. You know, those things are kind of hard to come by back in the Caribbean. And since my pocketbook was quite meager at the time, I had to make do. And with my Samsung Q4 plugged into my Zoom H4n Pro recorder, I held the mic as steady as I could And I recorded my very first message or the very first message that God had given me. I remember the audio was so low on my first pre-episode. And of course, at the time, I barely knew what I was doing. And I didn't really know anything about editing a podcast, much less even having a podcast. Of course, along the way, I would later learn a lot of things. And even though I'm not a pro... I can do a little thing or two. However, back then, I was truly, truly wet behind the ears. I didn't even really know how to write a proper episode description. I struggled with a lot of ums. And another thing that I used to say, oh my goodness, when I would go back and listen to some of those episodes, oh, I would cringe. I would often say, you know, you know, like, oh, really? (laughs) As many times I've... As I have mentioned, I know, I know, I know, I'm sure they knew by then. And I was like, no, this, you know, I got to do better. And I remember hitting the publish button as it went out into podcast land. A little afraid of what people might have said or even thought about the podcast, because back then it was a far cry from what it is today. And even today, I am still learning and I'm still trying to improve things as far as the podcast is concerned. But back then, I remember when I had to do the research, oh my goodness, it was like, if this wasn't right, that wasn't right. And I remember I was getting a headache as I was, you know, taking in all this information from the so-called pros. Of course, these were the people with the big numbers and they were well known and yabba yabba dabba. And I remember like becoming so hesitant. And I remember the Lord saying to me, not by the world's way, by his way. So in other words, whatever their requirements were, our requirements were different. So with that being said, yeah, the Words of Encouragement podcast was started. As I packed up my gear and put them away for the evening and I headed off to bed, I remember lying down feeling like I had accomplished the world. It was a major step as far as I was concerned. Because you see, it was not just the birth of the Words of Encouragement podcast. It was also the birth of me becoming a podcaster. 
And it was the beginning of me sharing and encouraging others using the word of God. And as I shared my testimonies and the lessons that I have learned following the Lord Jesus Christ. Being a new podcaster at the time, I was, like I said before, quite wet, you know, on, you know, behind my ears, of course. But since then, more podcasts have been added under my belt. I have other podcasts such as the Nuggets of Thankfulness podcast, which the Lord also instructed me to do. I was in the process of trying to write a self-published devotional and the Lord laid it upon my heart to go ahead and start the audio devotional podcast, which of course is entitled the Nuggets of Thankfulness podcast. I also started Arlena Uncut, and this is a podcast where I cover the topics in the news and put my spin on it as I refer to the word of God. And of course, there's also Arlena's Blogcast, which is based off of my blog, which is entitled Arlena's Corner, which is which also has a YouTube channel by the same name. And the moment that I hit that publish button, indeed, I knew it was a calling from the Lord. And despite the perils of podcasting, especially for a small, unknown, independent podcaster and podcast, you know, it can be quite challenging and quite tough at times. However, because I knew that God had called me to it, I continued to do it unto the Lord. You know, a little over two weeks after the debut of the Words of Encouragement podcast, disaster struck the island of St. Martin in the form of Hurricane Irma, which was a Category 5+, plus, causing me to lose everything I had of which almost included my life and the lives of my two cats. And of course, 90% of the island was completely destroyed and devastated by Hurricane Irma. Two months after the devastation of Hurricane Irma, I moved back to the U.S. where I would record my podcast out of a room I was staying in in my cousin's house in Staten Island, New York. And eventually I ended up a month later in a women's homeless shelter in New York City. I later then moved to the South in March of 2018, and finally God blessed me with my own roof in June of 2018. Now, in the transition between March to June, I came out of the homeless shelter in New York City, and I went to another homeless shelter in Greenville, South Carolina for one month to see if I could, you know, if I liked the place and if I could get work and, you know, get an, get an apartment. But that did not work out. So, of course, I headed to Charlotte. And after getting to Charlotte, um, you can find it, the rest of the story really, I think it's the first testimonial episode. I'm not sure what the number is at this point. Um, I really don't remember, but I think it's entitled testimonial or testimony of encouragement, something to that effect. And actually I moved to Charlotte. And when I moved to Charlotte, I spent four months in another homeless shelter until June of 2018, when the Lord had finally blessed me with my own apartment. And of course that would be the home for the Words of Encouragement podcast for over a year. That is until the Lord had instructed me once again to leave and move to another city. On August 8th, 2018, my father and last living parent and immediate family passed away in the Caribbean. My father was laid to rest on August 20th, 2018, which would have also been my late brother's 42nd birthday. And as I celebrated the 20th for those three occasions that I just mentioned, which was the anniversary of the Words of Encouragement podcast, the day that I laid my father to rest, and also my brother's birthday, I also had another meaningful moment to celebrate on August 20th, 2019. It was one month since I moved into my brand new apartment after spending two weeks living out of a hotel 
as God moved me to a new city that I absolutely love. And of course, on August 20th this year, as I stood at the bus stop at 6 a.m. in the morning waiting to go to work, it was still dark and the sun had not yet come up. I prayed and I gave God thanks for everything, you know, everything that he had done in my life and he was still doing. I thanked him for the opportunity that I was, you know, still able to have made it to the second season with the podcast. However, I was beginning to have some serious doubts about continuing the podcast. And as much as I wanted to hang, you know, to just hang it up, I knew I just couldn't do it without consulting God first. After all, I didn't call myself to it. The Lord called me to it. So I had to seek his face before I could make any decision. And as I stood there waiting for the bus and praying, you know, just praying and asking God for direction. I prayed and I asked God if I should continue to do this podcast because I didn't want to waste time if I'm not doing something, if I was no longer supposed to be doing it. So I kind of wanted to know, I needed to know, do I go ahead with another year or should I just hang it up right then and there? Now, the Christian world of podcasting is becoming exceedingly difficult. You know, we are being censored. And oftentimes, as independent podcasters, especially Christian podcasters, unless you have already, you know, have a large following, we really don't get the support. And oftentimes, a lot of blood, sweat, tears, and studying, praying, seeking the Lord, you know, goes into, you know, not to mention recording, editing, etc., that goes into the podcast. And I definitely know that it's a calling from God because if it were not, I would have already long ago hung up my microphone a long time ago. And like I said, my desire was to work in radio, to be honest. That was my thing. But the Lord had other plans for me. I became a podcaster because that's what the Lord laid upon me. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I don't even like podcasts. But who loves podcasts more than me now? I enjoy listening to podcasts all day long at work. Even at night when I'm going to bed, I'm listening to podcasts. That is Christian podcasts. I like podcasts that have Christian content, but not just any kind of Christian content. Because of course, you got a lot of new age stuff out there that is passing or trying to pass as Christian content. No, I like good, solid Christian content, good rhema word. I mean, I, I, I like the good stuff, the meat, you know, I like the meat and potatoes, not the milk stuff, the meat and potatoes stuff, the stuff that even if I have to duck because yeah, they're hitting me hard too, but Hey, that's the stuff I like. And that's what I like to listen to. And like I said, I truly enjoy doing it and spending time with the Lord. I enjoy spending time at his feet as he guides me. You know, I enjoy sharing the word of God and what he has done for me and, you know, through me, through his son, Jesus Christ. And this past, let's see, I believe it's, yeah, April. Um, as I came back from the Caribbean, the Lord put me to sit because I wanted to get back out and go to work because I knew I was moving and I needed, I needed money. But the Lord told me to sit. And I'm like, oh my God, I could pay this bill. I need money for this. <laughs> yeah, this is all is going through my head. But I knew that I had to be obedient because I could not make the next step or move if I don't seek God's face. Because even though he told me to move, if I don't spend time with him for clarity and for direction, all it's going to spell is disaster. And trust me, I've been there. I've been there in my 20s. I've been there in my 30s. And guess what? I ain't about to be there in my 40s nor my 50s. And your girl is getting old. I ain't that old yet, but hey, I ain't that young either. 
So I knew that I had to seek his face and for direction. And while he put me to sit, he had me working on other things that I didn't get a chance to work on because I was so busy working. I ended up for the first time realizing, oh my God, I actually do like Charlotte. Because you know what? I spent so much time working and working at a place that only God knows. And the energy was, oh my, the, the energy, there's no other way to say it. It was just demonic to the core, plain and simple. And from the moment I came back where I no longer had to go to that job, and I spend time sitting with the Lord. Oh my goodness. All of a sudden I started seeing things in Charlotte that I would pass every day, not take notice of because I was so busy and my heart really started to become really emotional. And I was like, Oh my God, because he didn't tell me where I was going. All I know was leaving my apartment, but he didn't tell me whether I was leaving the city or not, but stay tuned as I continue. And on that note, I want to share another testimony of God's greatness. Okay. So yes, let me start. Now, I believe this took place like, oh, let's see. Um, it probably was the end of summer to the beginning of fall. And I remember I was coming home from work and one thing I always enjoyed on the last property that I was living on or at wherever, whatever the term is, excuse my English. Whenever I would come in or even go out, it was like no matter what was going on at the job, when I got to that property, there was like a spirit of peace and calmness, really. I remember like, oh boy, I love it. And my thing was, um, I would be there at least two years. That's what I would think, you know. And I remember thinking to myself, I should be there about two years. And the Lord had already told me, you ain't going to be there for two years. And he told me, pack light. So in other words, don't buy no furniture. So I, I did with the bare necessities that I needed, I had. And Lord Jesus, when it came time to pack, I'm like, where all these things come from? But he told me to keep it light and I kept it light. And I remember as I was coming in, I started to feel real sad because the peace that I would feel coming into that apartment complex. And I love my apartment, seriously. And... After all, my apartment had started many YouTube videos. <laughs> and um, as I'm coming in, I started to feel sad because I'm like, oh, Lord, now I got to give it up because now I'm like, I don't know where I'm going. And I remember the Lord saying to me, I can't remember the exact words, but I remember him. I, I guess cold would be the word. I'm not sure if that's the correct word. But I remember him saying to me, like, when I tell you to do something, kind of like, don't question me or I, I really wasn't questioning him. I can't remember what the exact word was. But in other words, I was like, oh, but it's nice. You know, maybe I should stay another year. He, he was like, in other words, if he says go is go. And if he says stay, it is stay. And when he finished reprimanding me well gently and lovingly he did it and I realized I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord and when you are a soldier in the army of the Lord it's him you have to follow and I realized that I signed up to become a soldier so yes I knew I had to leave. So yes, after coming back from the Caribbean in April, 
I still figured what I would have at least an extra six months. I would have re-signed the lease for another six months to try to go to another state, check out a couple of other states that I had in mind to see if I liked them and to see if I can get the ball rolling. But of course, like I say, you know, we have our plans or we have our way of doing something, but God has a whole different way of doing it. So that did not happen. By the time I got back, I had to give notice whether I was staying or leaving. And the time that I had to give notice had actually passed. Because by the time I came back, um, that 60-day notice had passed. But because I was a good payer and they knew me, um, they didn't overcharge me or, or, or anything like that or make me pay month to month, which was, ooh, it was like, ha. Ah. And so I was really thankful for that. But I was in turmoil because here I was, I had like six weeks to get packed and to try to figure out where am I going exactly. I have no idea. I knew one thing. I was going to pack him up because since he didn't give me no direction where I was going. But I kept feeling in my spirit that I was not going to stay in Charlotte, even though I was still trying to fight. Because after I left that job, like I said to you, I started to really love Charlotte all of a sudden. Hmm. And for the strangest thing, when I worked at this place, I had never walked around my apartment complex. And as the time drew nearer for me to leave it, and I, that I knew that I was saying goodbye to it permanently, I remember the Lord saying to me, he said, every time you go out into Charlotte or under apartment complex, savor it. So what I did, I walked around and I, I took my time instead of always rushing to work, rushing from work. Cause I got to do this, got to do that. I took my time and I savored everything. Whenever I would go out, I would walk with my tape recorder and kind of log it. I would also take pictures of certain places that I used to go so that I could remember. I would also record little videos that at some point that I will put together as a collage and I will place it on my channel. Okay. Anyway. So as the weeks got closer and closer and the days, the weeks became days in that span of time, as I sat at God's feet, even though I was really in emotional, um, I was in an emotional state because like I said, this was my first apartment after losing everything in St. Martin. And it was also the first apartment after coming out of three different shelters. So that was like my first home in a long time in the U.S. So it was really near and dear to me. And it, it was like my baby. So I didn't, you know, it was hard letting go of it, even though I knew I had to let go of it. And what gave me consolation is the fact that I wasn't leading myself. The Lord was leading me. That's number one. And then number two, as I looked at my space, even though I had no furniture in the living room, because that's the way the Lord wanted me to do it, so that when it was time to go, I didn't have to be worrying about all this and that. And, and at the end, I still had this and that. Um, I started to realize that, oh my goodness, that even if I had furniture in that living room, my work area for the podcast, there was no room. So clearly, I needed to upgrade I had a studio apartment. It was a nice, beautiful studio apartment. Very nice, um, very spacious. But it was not enough room. So I realized, mm, God must be, you know, he's not, he must be, he is moving me. And whatever it is, it, it must be better. Because this, what I have is sure good. It was really nice. So whatever it is, I said, God got for me, Lord have mercy. I can only imagine. So I just had to take his hand and trust him. So I left 
Charlotte, let's see. I think I left on, yes, I left on the 3rd of July. And then I headed down to Durham because I said, okay, let me check out Durham because he didn't tell me where to go. So I said, you know, I kind of like North Carolina. I'm like, maybe cheaper if I just stay here. At least in North Carolina. That's, you know, that was my thinking. And I spent six days in Durham because I eventually, I always decided, well, I always thought that eventually when I was done with Charlotte, that I would go to Durham, you know, um, that I would move to Durham because number one, the public transportation is way better. And so is the pay. The rents are practically the same, but the pay is a lot better in Durham. And quite frankly, Charlotte, the cost of living is rising because you have a lot of people coming in from New York. Of course, I'm one of those people from New York, um, Jersey, Philly. And they're coming mostly into Charlotte as opposed to the other um, cities in North Carolina. So the cost of living in Charlotte is just going who? And I have a saying, listen, if you ain't going to pay me New York money, baby, you can't charge me New York money. I'm sorry. (laughs) Now, could I afford the apartment? Of course I can. Of course I could. But not because I could afford it mean I wanted to pay for it. Because at the point, at the level, the price was going up to resign. All I was doing is making my landlord rich. So I moved on. And anyway, I spent six days in a hotel in Durham. I spent three of those days in an extended stay hotel. And Lord, that thing was a wreck. Then I booked another two nights in the sleep inn. And Lord, that was beautiful. And then I had a dump. <laughs> I, I think it was a quality inn, but they were no quality. But at least it was a roof and at least God provided the money. And on the sixth day, I said, okay. I decided, I said, um, I'll try to see if I can get a bed in the shelter. Because all I need is a bed because I know by the grace of God, I'll have a job. And before you know it, I'm I'm out. I, I can pay for my own place. I'm gone. So when I called, they said, you know, you have to be at this shelter at a certain time to get a bed. I was there in line waiting. I did not hear when something, they said the first woman, but I didn't hear. I was standing there. I was the first woman. And then others came. And do you know the last woman that came went in in front of me and everyone else? I was pissed. So I did not get the last bed for the women. And here I was so annoyed. Then as I, they said, you know what, come back later. They told us to come back later on that evening because maybe some people may not show up. So we might get a bed. And here I am with my duffel bag. I'm like, I ain't got time for all of this. So as I sat down and I prayed and I tried to figure out, okay, where am I going? What am I going to do? You know, I can't spend all this money in a hotel. What, what am I going to do? And as I prayed... I remember the prayer that I prayed to the Lord. I said, Lord, if I don't get a bed, then that means Durham is not the place. And he reminded me of my prayer. And when he reminded me of my prayer, I said, oh, my God. Yes, I stopped being angry. I said, that's the answer. I'm not supposed to be there. I said, yes, I'm not supposed to be there. That's the answer. So I'm like, okay. There was two other places that I had an impression on my heart. One was out of state and the next one was in state. And I'm like, you know what? It's easier to stay in state than to go out of state. So I said, you know what? Let me try the other place. So I got on the bus on the 9th of July and I came down. When I got here, um, I thought I would be able to find a shelter 
you know, because I don't know the place because I knew I was just going to be there for a short time, you know, because, you know, and actually I got kicked out because I didn't qualify. It's like, so now I'm like, what am I going to do? And I'm confused. I'm lost. I don't know what to do. I just have a little bit of cash and I'm like, how long is that going to last me in the hotel? Anyway, I went to the hotel for the night. They gave me a number for another shelter to, you know, keep calling. When I called, no room, no room. I said, you know what? Forget it. I said, I'll stay here for a week. If it don't work out, then I'm going to that other place. And I kept petitioning the Lord. I said, Lord, you told me to leave. I've left now. Now tell me where it is I need to go. You know, if it's here, then open the door. Do something. I need a sign. Speak to me. And like I said, I said, Lord, if I, you know, if I ventured off in the wrong direction, then steer me in the right direction. Okay. And lo and behold, I went out the following day, went to the library. The first thing I did, and I saw they had an agency that I used to work for many years ago in New York. And I also had worked for that same agency in California. So I said, let me give this agency a call. Let them know that, um, you know, I'm from New York, the New York agency, blah, blah, blah. See what happens. Lady called me back the following day to set up a, an appointment for an interview. Um, I think it was the Tuesday. No, it was that Friday. Sorry. And um, so she sent me the paperwork because I had to resign and the whole nine yards. I did it. And I went to the library almost every day, faithfully, um, to the job center, just seeking and applying for positions. And I remember this day, I'm coming back from the library, and every day I would pay for my room. And let me just tell you, there was a lady working at that front desk. And the lady that was working at the front desk, she was such a kind lady. And she said to me, because when I booked the hotel, the room was like 80 something dollars in it for it. It it wasn't even worth that. But hey, a roof was better than no roof. And she said to me, she said, "Um, I can give it to you for cheaper. And that's what she did. She would she gave it to me as a contractor rate. And I was so thankful. So every morning I would pay for the room because I didn't know exactly what I was doing. So every day I would pay for the room. And I remember one day, um, I kind of paid up for like two or three days. I think it was like two days. And what I did, I was coming from the library and coming, you know, from, you know, the job center and stuff. And I headed to Walmart cause I saw they had a Walmart close by to where I was staying. So I said, you know, let me go and pick up some, um, some like frozen, you know, frozen dinners and stuff like that. And some frozen breakfast because that helps you to save some money. And as I'm walking around in Walmart, I was a little, you know, disappointed about how things had turned out. And I remember this is, I swear out of nowhere, I heard the, I heard the, (laughs) I heard the Lord say to me, he said, but didn't you pray? And tell me that you don't want to go back into the shelter. I said, yes, Lord. He said, well, that's why you ain't in the shelter. He said, that's why you're in the hotel. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. That was so, I mean, I was like, oh, my God, that is so true. Because I did not want to go back. But I was like, I have no other choice until I can get, you know, something, which I know wasn't going to be there long. But the fact is, I did not want to go back, you know. And he was like, well, that's why you ain't. That's why you got kicked out. That's why they did not accept you. He said, because I answered your prayer. And I was like, oh my goodness, I wasn't even thinking all of that. I really wasn't. And I ended up spending 11 days in that particular hotel. Now, eight days after arriving, I got the first job offer. Then the following day, which would make it nine days after arriving in the city, 
I got another job offer. So I went, cause I, I went on a couple of interviews. Well, the first job offer, I didn't even go to an interview that was through the agency. And the second one, I did go on an interview and I got it. So it was a, a toss up between the two. And then the same day that I got the second job offer, I was led by the Holy Spirit. I've been looking, looking, trying to find apartments. And because I had the money. But, you know, they needed the job letter and the whole this and the whole that. So the second job offer came on the 20th. Was it the 20th? No, I'm sorry. It was the 19th. I apologize. It was 10 days later. Yes. And that very same day I went and I, I prayed, I, I prayed. I said, Lord, cause where I was staying, everything is around me. And I said, Lord, you know, transportation is hard in these places. I said, Lord, please place me. You know, if I can get an apartment in this area, I would be so happy. And that was one of the things I prayed for when I left Charlotte. Because Charlotte had a few things around me where I was at. I was like about, by car, I was like about 10 minutes from North Lake Mall. Okay, by bus, that might be 20 minutes or more. But by, by car, it was like about 10 minutes. No more than 10 minutes. You know, I had Kentucky next to me. Um, McDonald's, um, QT, Circle K. Um, the, there was a, that I could, that I used to walk to Just Save Supermarket. I mean, they had Taco Bell, um, Captain D's, Wendy's. I mean, and the list goes on. And then you go to the opposite direction. You had Waffle House. You had um, Denny's, um, Bojangles, uh, um, the cookout. I mean, they had so many things. And then on the other end, you had Aldi's and you had Lion King. Uh, I keep calling that supermarket Lion King for the, what is it, Lion Food Lion or whatever it is. I keep calling that Lion King. I don't know why, but uh, Food Lion. So and you had um, two drugstores. Um, you had CVS on one corner and you had, of course, Walgreens on the other. So I prayed. I said, Lord, I need somewhere, you, you know, man. So I moved in to my apartment here on the 20th, 11 days. I got qualified 10 days after I got here. First job offer. Listen carefully. First job offer came nine days after being here. Either eight or what is it? Eight or nine? Eight days after coming. No, it was nine. Is it? Yeah, nine days after coming. And the second job offer was 10 days. And so was the apartment. 10 days after arriving in this city. Okay, God blessed me with an apartment. Lord have mercy that I'm slowly and busy decorating. And, and yeah, your girl going to be putting some furniture up in here. Oh my goodness. It is beyond what I could have ever imagined. Every day as I go out, I am in, I'm in awe because I cannot believe. I said, this is, it, it can only be God. Listen, the laundry facility is right in front of me. And this is a, a stretch of an apartment complex. But the Lord know I got back problems. He knows I like the the, the third. The, he knows I like the top floor. I don't like nobody over my head. Guess what? Your girl's on the top floor. The pool is right in front of me. The laundry facility, right in front of me. The trash facility, not too far from me. The bus stop, not in walking distance. Guess what? And the Walmart that I used to travel so far to get to in Charlotte is walking distance from my house. The Lowe's that I wish they, you know, you could find in Charlotte, they all tucked away behind something. So I was never able to go to Lowe's or, or, or Home Depot unless someone took me. Guess what? I'm next door to Lowe's. So last week Sunday I decided, I said, you know what, let me... Take a walk and see what all's here. 
because in the morning time when I'm going to work, it's still dark. So I didn't know that there's a best, listen, there's a Best Buy across the street. I knew that was there. There was Staples. I know Staples was there. What else did I know was there? Um, Lowe's, Staples, Best Buy. Um, I think that's all I remember. Oh, um, Golden Corral. Let me tell you, child. There's Golden Corral. There's all CeCe's Pizza, Home Goods, Dollar Tree, Costco, Sam's Club. Listen, bad, bad. Listen, when I walked out last week Sunday, because I said, let me go and see. I just come out of my apartment and go across the street. When I saw I had two whole shopping malls, I said, oh, my God. I said, this must be the Lord. This cannot be nobody but him. Only him. And that's on... That's to my right. And to the left, there's Target. There's Walmart. There's Target. There's um, Costco. There's Office Depot. There's Duncan. Uh, listen, I said if <laughs> nobody can't tell me that God is not real. I know the God that I serve. I know he is real. And he, just what he has done for me, he can do for you. And God answered my prayer. And let me tell you, you sh- oh, Lord, you should see the grounds. Oh, my goodness. Lord, have mercy. Last Friday, I came home because um, I went to Ollie's. I needed to pick up a few things after work. And as I'm coming back, one of the, t- um, one of the tenants that live here she saw me and she uh, she just came to me i thought she was going somewhere but she came up to me and she said um they they have um some food for us i said oh really because i just work i'd be so busy i don't know what's going on she said yeah they ordered some um some some spanish food for us she said go and get so i went upstairs and put my stuff upstairs and i came down and lo and behold man they had a listen a spread for us some rice and peas you heard what I just said right rice and peas some rice and peas some stewed chicken some ripe fried plantain oh my goodness I was at home so I didn't even have to bother to cook that evening not that I was going to cook anyway but you know uh, I didn't even have to buy anything and when I moved in they gave us um, a coupon for free pizza I listen oh my god only god only only God you see when we place our life our hope our belief and our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ God will never leave us nor will he ever forsake us and because of his son Jesus Christ that is if we have accepted him as our personal Lord and Savior God can And he will never leave us. God can never leave us. And neither can he ever forsake us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. If we place our trust in him through his son, Jesus Christ. However, we have to surrender our lives. We have to repent and turn away from our sin. You see, on this podcast, these are the things that I speak you understand? So oftentimes when you're a podcast that talks about these things, you get pushed to the side. But nonetheless, I'm going to still keep talking about these things. If we slip and fall, just get up, repent, and dust yourself off. And keep on walking and following the Lord. When God instructs us to do something, it is for our own good and for our own betterment. Do it even if you are afraid or you don't understand what he's asking you to do. You know, you might seem, it might seem crazy because trust me, everything he tells you to do won't seem crazy, especially to people that are not saved. And people that are religious, 
and over-righteous or self-righteous. They won't be able to understand. But for those of us that know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You understand? Even if you're afraid, step out on faith. Grab a hold of his hem. Listen, I was holding on to the hem of that garment. Listen, listen, all the hem of Jesus garment. Listen, I was holding on for dear life. But I held on and I knew God was going to work it out. But I still didn't know what exactly. You see, when we take his hand and we let him lead us and we follow, God will not fail us. He will not fail us. Listen to me. God did not just open the door. That's an understatement. He kicked it, man. He knocked it off the hinges. When I said, he knocked it. Listen, every weekend, like when I'm home, I start weeping for his goodness and his mercy. And I look at my, oh my God. I said, it's, it, this can only be you. I am so thankful. I am so grateful because I know because of him and his son, Jesus Christ, I could not accomplish anything. Now, later that same day at work, because like I said to you, going back to the 20th of 2019 on the anniversary I really was contemplating whether I wanted to continue doing this podcast. I really was. And later that day, that same day at work, the Holy Spirit was giving me so many ideas. And the Lord was impressing certain topics and certain issues upon my heart in which he wanted me to cover. And I knew right then and there that that was the answer. That there was going to be. Not just was, but is going to be. A season three for the Words of Encouragement podcast. For the Lord has spoken. And as I take time off, at the close of this season, to revamp and to provide more quality episodes, I pray that someone will be reached for Christ and for God's kingdom. My podcast may not be a big number podcast. You may not even know my name. However, it has a big word and an even bigger God. And Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life and of this podcast. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the ability to make it to see another season. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done for me and through me. Thank you for never letting me go. Thank you for blessing me and always being there for me. Despite my ways at times. And as I close out season two, I continue to pray and ask you, Father, for strength, wisdom, and guidance as I enter into the next season of life and of this podcast and of what you may have me to do. I give all honor, all praises, and all glory unto you, O Lord. I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens me and who dwells within me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Once again, I would like to thank all the listeners, all those of you who have played, downloaded, shared, followed, or subscribed. You know, thank you. And see you in the next season.
be blessed. And also, if you would like to enjoy more episodes of this podcast, you can find the Words of Encouragement podcast on iTunes.com, Podomatic.com, and Spreaker.com. As well, you can also catch my other podcast, the Nuggets of Thankfulness podcast, which is also on Spreaker.com, Podomatic.com, and Google Play. As well, you can also listen to Arlena Uncut, which is on Spreaker.com, as well as Arlena's Blogcast, which is based off of my blog. And my blog is www.arlenaflanders.wordpress.com. Also, you can check out my YouTube channel, which is Arlena's Corner. And I look forward to seeing you and being back again for season three. Be blessed.